coming at you from the One Stone Recording and Mastering Studio in New Brunswick, New Jersey. This is The Weigh-In with your host, Matt Ward. Welcome to The Weigh-In. My name is Matt Ward, and I'm a boxing writer and historian from the greater Philadelphia area. Every two weeks, I will introduce you to people from the world of boxing, both past and present. This episode of The Weigh-In features my interviews with Arizona boxing gym owners Arthur Petrosian and Sonny Gutierrez. Arthur was an Armenian national boxing champion who fought professionally as a lightweight from 1999 to 2003. Arthur runs Camelback Boxing Gym in Phoenix. Sonny is a former amateur and professional boxer who runs Sonny's Boxing Gym in Goodyear. Without further delay, here is The Weigh-In with Arthur Petrosian. Please introduce yourself to my listeners. Arthur Petrosian, and on the gym in Phoenix, Arizona, Camelback Boxing Gym. When did you first become interested in the sport of boxing? Uh, I was nine years old, back in Armenia, and just like that. Growing up, who were some of your favorite boxers? Uh used to do amateur, so more like amateur boxing, but uh, first professional fighter, it was Arturo Gatti, mm-hmm. the best. You were an Armenian national boxing champion. Please tell us more about this experience. Well, it's just the same. You train hard, fight, you want to be a champ. It's just a dream, and... Uh, as time change, you want to go up, more up and more up, which is the end. It's going to be in U.S. professional boxer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There are a number of popular Armenian professional fighters, including Arthur Abraham and Vic Darshinian. Mm-hmm. Please tell us what the sport of boxing means to the Armenian people. It's big. Uh, sport is big in Armenia. I mean, you, uh, every kid from five and up, they're all in sport. I mean, everybody in sport, wrestling, boxing, uh, every Olympic sport, weightlifting. And yeah, this guy's uh, Vic Darchinan is my age, so we, we train together. We went uh, uh, fights together and uh, other places. Arthur Abraham, I don't know him, but I know he's a great, great boxer. And yeah, small, small country, we all know each other. Cool. Yeah. When did you move to the United States? Man. Many years ago. (laughs) (laughs) You fought professionally from 1999 to 2003 as a lightweight. Mm -hmm. Who was the toughest opponent opponent you fought during your professional career? Man, uh, one of my toughest opponents, Chico Corrales. There's two. Uh, The one, uh, God bless his spirit, he died from a motorcycle accident, the champ. Uh, The one... He's from Vegas too. We fight together. It was hardest fight I almost got into. Crazy. Wow. Crazy, yeah. You fought out of Las Vegas as a professional boxer. Mm-hmm. What gym did you train out of in Vegas? Uh, I, if, uh, we train in uh, a little bit different gyms. I've uh, been in Golden, Golden Glove, and been in Johnny Taco for a while. Uh, Move Nevada Partners. And Richard Steele was over there. We went over there, top rank gym. Oh, cool. Yeah, a few, just gyms like that. Yeah. Nice. Mm-hmm. So some of the uh, bigger gyms in Vegas oh, at, yeah. at that time. Yeah. 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 What made you decide to become a boxing trainer? You know, 
for what I've been far from boxing and all my life I've been boxing almost 17 years I've done boxing so it takes you back it's just like something empty in your brain in your body you feel you're sick you know whatever you do I mean I'm a happy guy I work any job you give me provide food and something for my family don't like ask people money uh, but at the end of the day if you have chance to be a trainer in boxing that's just a dream another dream you're not a champion of uh, boxing boxer but now you can be a champion of your career as a trainer right right yeah. you're the owner and co-founder of camelback boxing club in phoenix mm -hmm. how long has your gym been in operation so now three years now Three years? Three years, yeah. Have you always been at this location? Uh, Camelback Boxing Gym, this location. This gym used to be in Scottsdale. Then we moved down with my partner, then he sold, he left, and I'm just running my myself almost two years now. Oh, cool. Yeah, cool. Do you currently coach or train any professional fighters? Uh, no. Not the time? No, not the time. What type of classes and training do you offer at this gym? We do all, like, private trainings all day which I have some boxers come and I train them, but I can't follow them because I'm busy. Mm -hmm. I mean, we here like all day, it's my one-on-ones. And 5.45 p.m. I have a group classes. Oh, cool. Yeah, just one group class, evenings, which is big, like most community, a lot of people get together and we just have fun. Do you do the uh, group classes daily? Uh, yeah, like evenings, 5.45 p.m. Monday, uh, it's going to be Monday through Friday after January. Oh, cool. Just like that, yeah. This next question comes from one of our listeners and also a former guest of the show. Mm -hmm. Boxing historian and author Gene Pantalone from New Jersey would like to know if you believe that boxers in past decades trained harder than fighters today. Uh, I don't think so. Just different technology. Different a different technology, different way of training, uh, more luxury, more luxury now, but that doesn't mean they train more than uh, these people. More luxury, but still boxers, same level that, like before. Mm -hmm. I mean, these guys are training like crazy. Right, right. I mean, nothing changed. Same way, I, I think they're training more now, believe me. Cool. Yeah. Is there anything else you would like to say to my listeners? And uh, still, I want to tell everyone, some people get disappointed, or oh, not many boxing fights, but every boxing fight, it's the life, it's history. A lot of memories to people, our older people, new young generation, never going to die. It's always going to come more and more and more, and uh, wait for more, believe me, wait for more. It's just, it's going to be surprised. The way I can see heavyweights are moving now, Wilder, Josh, all these people, and others, it's just new things coming out. Very well said, Arthur. Yeah. Thank you very much for sitting You're down welcome. with me this afternoon. You're welcome. You're welcome. You can learn more about Arthur Petrosian via a series of links to websites such as boxrec.com in the notes section of this episode. As we discussed earlier in the episode and in the interview, Arthur is the founder and owner of Camelback Boxing Gym in Phoenix, Arizona. The Weigh-In is brought to you by One Stone Recording and Mastering in New Brunswick, New Jersey. 
Check out One Stone Recording and Mastering for all of your mixing and mastering needs. Go to onestonerecording.com slash theweighin and receive 10% off your first session. And now, The Weigh-In with Sonny Gutierrez. Please introduce yourself to my listeners. Um, Sonny Gutierrez, Phoenix, Arizona. Oh, excuse me, uh, Goodyear, Arizona. Growing up, did you follow boxing? Oh, since I did fight myself six, so that's all I know, you know? Who were some of your fight, favorite fighters as a child? Chavez, you know, Tito uh, Trinidad, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, did you fight as an amateur growing up? Yeah, fought uh, I was six, um, till uh, about 23. Oh, cool. Did you fight as a professional as well? Yeah, just just a little bit, not too much. But I turned pro like in 98. Oh, okay. I stopped fighting in 2003. Oh, okay. What made you decide to become a trainer? Just the love of the sport, you know, and all that it brought to me and uh, um, everything I accomplished and hoping I could get a, you know, uh, someone out of here in Goodyear and Avondale to uh, maybe uh, get what I got out of it, you know? And Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And what year did you open Sonny's Boxing again? Um, around uh, 2001, 2002. Is your gym affiliated with USA Boxing? Definitely, yep. Over the years, a number of your boxers have had success in the amateur ranks. How do you prepare your amateur fighters for state and national competition? Definitely uh, um, try to get them ready uh, mentally and then, you know, physically. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of running, a lot of hard work in the gym, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, try to get, um, you know, some of the fighters have the same love of the sport as I do. And uh, if they got the, the heart for it, my God, you know. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Does your gym host any amateur or professional boxing shows? Uh, amateur shows. Amateur shows. Yeah. Uh-huh. Please tell us about some of the professional fighters that train out of your gym. Um, as far as that train here and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, what do you want to know about them as far as the training? Uh, just some of the names and uh, and maybe um, their weight classes. Shoot, I got some at one twenty-five. I got a couple at 132, 130, 140, um, at 168, 178. Oh, so uh, it's all over the place. Yeah. Cool. Bit, oh, I got heavyweights. Um, yeah, I've uh, got uh, several, but um, other than that, um, they're in here, you know, in the mornings, uh, you know, very early or either in the evenings. Uh, Later when they get off work, or if some some come early, if, if, if they don't have a job, or if their if their job is to box, yeah, it just depends. Uh, Who are some of the uh, the veteran fighters that you have coming out of your gym? Um, Ed, uh, Edwards, um, you know Edwards, he he, he beat Baru Jack. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Do, any, do any of your fighters have fights lined up coming into the new year? Uh, one in February, uh, you know, uh, fighter uh, Jaime Bojado in February, yeah. What, uh, is he fighting locally? Uh, yes, he's fighting here um, at the Celebrity Theater, 140. Oh, is that when the Iron Boy shows? Yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah. Very cool. What is your relationship with other gyms in Arizona? Um, as far as... Is there, like, a friendly competition? Yeah, oh, oh yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, everybody wants the, the best for their gym, you know what I mean? Uh, uh, you know, as far as uh, 
that goes. But you know, at the end of the day, man, it's all, it's all you know, it's all, you know, and, and the best for the kids, you know? Mm -hmm. So, absolutely. Yeah. We talked a little bit earlier about your relationship with Iron Boy, Iron Boy Promotions. Uh -huh. Are there any other local promoters that you tend to work with? Um, I work with them all, definitely, uh, as far as, um, you know, getting fired on the card and stuff like that, you know. Mm -hmm. There's Roy Jones is out of here. Uh, Fire Heart Promotions is out of here. Um, uh, shoot, several out of here, man. Several? Yeah. Cool. At times, boxing fans from outside of Arizona overlooks the state's boxing scene. Please tell us why fans from outside the state should pay more attention to Arizona's boxing scene. Just, just to, um, you know, to uh, uh, pay more attention to the local fighters. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, because uh, um, you know, there's some local fighters out here that that, that you know making a name for themselves, man. You know, and um, you know, pay attention to those guys. Those guys, you know, uh, are pretty good, man. In, in, in uh, that's why they should pay attention to more of the local fighters, you know? Yeah, lots of talent coming out of Arizona. Lots of talent coming out of Arizona, yeah. you know? Absolutely. How can people learn more about training at your gym? Um, go to uh, Sonny's Boxing Gym, uh, uh, the internet, and, and um, look it up. Everything's on there, you know? Cool. Our hours and stuff. Is there anything else you'd like to say to my listeners? Uh, you know what? Uh, you know, if you never, if they never tried boxing and looking to try boxing, man, this hey, the best way to get in shape. Uh, me, one of the best uh, sports in the world. So, very well definitely. said, Sonny. All right. Thank you very much hey. for staying down with me this afternoon. All right, buddy. Thank you. Thank you. All right, bud. Appreciate it. Thank you so much. You can learn more about Sonny Gutierrez via a series of links to websites such as his gym's Facebook page in the notes section of the episode. As we discussed earlier in the episode and in the interview, Sonny is the owner of Sonny's Boxing Gym in Goodyear, Arizona. And now, our executive producer, Peter Lloyd, will tell us more about our next episode. Thank you, MW. The next episode of The Weigh-In will air on March 1st and will feature Matt's interview with Randy Newman, a former heavyweight boxing contender who fought professionally from 1969 to 1977. Randy captured the USA New Jersey State heavyweight title on December 9, 1971 with a victory over Chuck Wepner. Randy later worked as a professional boxing referee from 1983 to 2014 and refereed hundreds of matches featuring boxing legends such as Mike Tyson, Evander Holyfield, Vladimir Klitschko, and many others. You can listen to the Weigh In podcast on both SoundCloud and iTunes. If you listen to the show on iTunes, please leave us a rating. This will help other listeners find the show. If you would like to contact the Weigh-In staff, you can reach us through social media and email. Our contact information is posted in the notes section of the episode. We love to hear from our listeners. That does it for the second episode of The Weigh-In. Special thanks to Arthur Petrosian, Sonny Gutierrez, and you, the listeners, for being a part of our second episode. You can now be like our friend, J.P. Favera, and support the Way In Podcast on Patreon. You can support us for as little as $1 a month. Your pledge will go directly towards travel expenses and studio fees. Thank you again, JP, for being a part of our team. I hope the weather in Florida is great. Until next time, I'm Matt Ward, and this is The Way In.